Duke Energy offers these three tips for understanding your bill. The first step to keeping your bill in check is understanding what's on it. Here's what to look for. Check the number of days in your billing cycle. Most bills cover 30 days, but sometimes it varies. Bills that cover more days can be higher. Look at average kilowatt hour use per day. At first glance, your bill may look higher, but if your average use is similar to the same time last year or similar to another month with extreme temperatures, it's a normal bill. If you have a smart meter, check for a daily usage analysis tool online. Smart meters collect info by the hour, so you can check for spikes in energy use to see what appliances and behaviors are increasing your bill. This public service announcement is sponsored by Duke Energy. Duke Energy presents Conversations About Living Young with your host, Marina Kears, Executive Director of Hendricks County Senior Services. Good evening and welcome to Conversations About Living Young. My name is Marina Kears. I am the Executive Director at Hendricks County Senior Services and please apologize for the uh, little bit of laryngitis I have, but I have some wonderful guests here to talk to us today. Um, as I say every month, our mission at Hendricks County Senior Services is to keep older adults living as independently as possible in the home of their choice for as long as possible. We do that in so many ways, and one of the ways that we do that is through community education and outreach. And right now, there is a huge need for education and outreach on the topic of fraud. So tonight with me, I have two individuals who are um, good resources in our community for the financial sector, for um, fraud, and just in meeting senior needs. Uh, Greg Van Leer, welcome to Conversations About Living Young. Thank you so much. Uh, Greg is with Edward Jones Investments. His office is on the square in Danville, um, but a, a longtime member of our community and, yes. and well-known as a, as a resource on those financial issues. And then also with me is Healy Adkins. She is a staff member at Hendricks County Senior Services, and one of the roles that she plays is supporting our um, Senior Medicare Fraud Patrol Program. So welcome, Haley. Thank you, Marina. Thank you for being here um, as sort of the expert in our organization on helping seniors who may feel that they could become a victim of a fraud or who have been victims of fraud. Um, so uh, before we get started with some of my questions for both of you, I wanted to share with the listeners a little bit about um, why uh, these scams are happening and what's going on right now in, in our world, in our communities. Um, financial scams really are the crimes of the 21st century. I mean, there's so many ways that our seniors are being impacted by this. Um, but seniors in particular are targets because people assume that they have money in their, in their accounts and that they've, their savings are, are available to the scammers. Um, and we also know that financial scams really go underreported. And so as often as we know these are happening, we know they're not being reported. And often it can be family members that are taking advantage of our seniors. So those three factors combined really make this a challenging um, problem in our community. So, um, Craig, I, I think I'll start with you. What are some of the common scams that you've heard about um, that you've been trained on just through your industry um, that you know are impacting older adults? in the community yeah you're, you're exactly right the um, the as we are in a more digital world today uh, the the fraud the scams you know become you know a little bit more prevalent unfortunately mm -hmm. they become very much very uh, very easy 
for for the perpetrator to yeah. uh, to be able to perpetrate that and do so from an arm's length mm-hmm. without having mm-hmm. you know to uh, put themselves in a position to get caught, but. Um, some of the scams, some of the fraud that, that we see out there uh, see, seem to be surrounding by, you know, again, online, mm-hmm. you know, access, telephone access, mm-hmm. um, you know, IRS scams, timeshare right. scams, things that surround uh, collections, right? right. Uh, want to collect money, need to collect money now. Yeah. Um, you know, those are some of the ones that, that are out there. Sometimes they're even uh, as simple as posting something out online to sell a um, an automobile or an RV uh, things like that those can be uh, I'll say um, access you know give give somebody access or reason to contact you mm-hmm. to try to perpetrate perpetrate a, a scam yeah in that. that collection scam uh, we had a staff member uh, who thankfully made me aware that this this person really had a lot of her identifying information was contacting her at home mm-hmm. also contacting her at work and oh, said we will continue to call until you are fired if you don't pay us so they were really blackmailing her Mm -hmm. in addition those threats were very Mm -hmm. scary to her and she really needed that reassurance that that's not the kind of organization we are right right (laughs) um so yeah they can they can be so convincing and Haley, i know you've you've talked to some of our local seniors about about some of those things that greg just mentioned as well Absolutely. And it's just, it's so powerful when I'm out in the community presenting. Um, After every presentation that I have, there are at least three, four seniors that come up and they're telling me these stories that are just honestly heartbreaking. Our seniors are being contacted on the daily basis, oftentimes several times a day. Um, One that I can think of recently is that uh, the the knee and and back brace, like the the medical device uh, fraud that's out there, she randomly received one. And I don't know how they're getting lists of people that have actually had had these the back surgery or a knee surgery they're somehow getting a hold of these lists and she received that on her front door and when she called and said I didn't order that they said that's okay you can just keep that you can keep it it's okay well they also charge Medicare and Medicare paid for it so of course we guided her to contact the uh, appropriate and go through the channels to get Mm -hmm. this taken care of and also to report it because it's Mm -hmm. very important to report things like that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah one of the things you mentioned was the IRS scam have you um, is that something that the, this time of year probably it's, it's going to come back around? Yes, uh, towards the end of the year, first of the year, uh, we see this uh, um, you know uh, this fraud come back around. Um, normally, again, it's uh, done over the telephone that um, an individual receives a phone call that uh, they have an unpaid tax. Mm. And again, you know, one of the uh, what I'm going to call flags is send money now. Yeah, you have to act immediately. You know, these are you know that's one of the red flags you know another red flag is is you know sending the money to a third party mm-hmm. where do you send your irs check <laughs> right. u.s u.s treasury or right. the state that's right. you know or the state you know but all of a sudden why is somebody that you don't know asking for your credit card information mm-hmm. or you they're asking for a uh, money order or a or a wire mm-hmm. to somewhere other than you know the U.S. Treasury, right? So um, we do we do see see that a lot. Uh, the IRS will contact you, but if uh, if there's an issue, they will send you a letter. Right. Uh, I, call, I affectionately call that a little love letter, but uh. <laughs> that's a good message. Yeah, yeah. The IRS is going to send a letter. That that to me is you hear those, and it 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 is so frightful to people who want to do the right thing. That oh my goodness, what if I didn't, or if I lost a spouse, what if they didn't pay the taxes? Mm-hmm. And so they're very 
very fearful. So it's important just to go when when you know to go through that. I'm going to say that protocol. Mm -hmm. You know, you you get that letter. You know, you contact your CPA or your accountant. You know, um, you know you have time to respond. Right. Um, again, the fraud typically is uh, geared around you must send this money now. We're going to garnish your wages. You know, we're going to shut off your utility. Right. Again, it can be a number of uh, a number of different things. But right. again, they're always wanting paid now. Right. Right. Yeah. So another fraud that um, is so upsetting to me, especially because I work for a reputable charitable organization, um, are these charity frauds. And there was a news story last week that I heard a pastor in Florida, uh, his his um, email list had been compromised and a letter went out from him, you know, his email address to his congregation asking for Google play gift cards to be given to a family that was in need. And people responded. He put that out on social media saying, Hey, that wasn't me. And here, please be aware. He shared it with a pastor's association. And thankfully that kind of broadcast out and you hope, I mean, you get an email from your pastor saying somebody needs something, your hearts go out and you respond. Bond, uh, but then this poor pastor had to really deal with the, the fallout from that. Well, you, you just touched on something. I think that's another key component of of what uh, what the f- uh, fraudulent uh, goes towards is to fall to, to play on that emotion, mm-hmm. right? Either trust or fear, or uh, trust or love. Yeah. Um, and and they they pull on your heartstrings, and um, and that's again, you know, how individuals can be susceptible mm-hmm. to to fraud. Yeah. 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 I think even the heartstrings pulling, you know, there are several illnesses around and I always say very strongly, we're not anti-genetic testing. Mm -hmm. If you have a physician that you trust, I've had genetic testing Mm -hmm. myself, you know, that recommends it, but they play on the heartstrings of had you had any family members that have had this, this, or this. And now they are doing genetic testing out there at different fairs and such where there are $2.1 billion in losses right now where they're billing Medicare is paying for it but you don't even find out the results because it's Mm. not a physician that was trusted so here they're you know pulling at the heartstrings and like yes my grandma died of such and such you know like a cancer gene or what have you is it there and so we want to find that information out but then to not even find the results and have our insurance um build for that. So Mm -hmm. it's very unfortunate they do play at the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. Right and and I think people they, they work through that. They never see the bill. They don't feel like they're the victim. But in those situations where Medicare is being defrauded, we're all the victims. That's correct. Um, because then there are not those resources mm-hmm. to help people who truly need the help um, when that, that time comes around, which is so upsetting uh, and should be to the broader community. So we're really all on the hook to be diligent and, and on guard for those things. Um, this this season and when the next 12 months, I know we'll all be getting a lot of mail and some of it will be political mail. Uh, in 2016, I had seniors bringing me stacks of letters that they were getting from what I would call fraudulent charitable organizations mm-hmm. saying, you know, um, please send money because we need to lobby for such and such law to be passed. Mm-hmm. Um really once again on that fear, uh, trust us, we want to protect Medicare, so forth. Um, but but I would have really, you know, there was one uh, organization, I believe it was called something like uh, Your Local Senior Center. So seniors were getting mail from an organization called Your Local Senior Center asking for donations to help. 
And uh, they're coming to me saying, is this from you? No, no, we're Hendricks County Senior Services, and we would always call ourselves that. Yeah. And I think that's one of the challenges, I think, for, and not just seniors, just, mm-hmm. just for, you know, everybody, is to, you know, pay attention to where where did the the piece of mail come from? Right. Mm-hmm. Where did the email come from? Right. Where did it originate? And and is it a trusted source? Mm-hmm. Um, because because again, by by just doing a little bit of due diligence on that can can save uh, you know some time, some some money, and some heartache. Yeah, absolutely, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that reminds me. Although I will say this, and it's so unfortunate, and we have had many seniors uh, fall prey to this one, but they've they've asked questions. Thank goodness. They are now doing these robocalls where the phone calls are coming from like Duke Energy or Hendricks Power. And they're like, oh, well, I have that. So and they're saying, well, your bill's not been paid or you're, you know, um, threatened to maybe disconnect, Mm -hmm. of course, nicely. And Mm -hmm. so our seniors are are so nice. They just say, hey, um, well, let me go ahead and give you my credit card. And that's where we get in trouble because they do think it's a trusted source. They've got these are professionals. They've gotten uh, they're more sneaky and they're just really good at what they do. So I think a message we can also share is yes a let's check and make sure it's a trusted source but b use the phone numbers that we have on file and call them call them back and that's what both of those when i called to just double check what should Mm -hmm. your clients do and they said call us directly and and that spoofing occurs not just uh in in our telephone system but i've also personally seen it on facebook where Mm -hmm. i've received messages from individuals who you know i I know, you know, are, are not necessarily contacting me, mm-hmm. but are asking, you know, uh, that messenger comes up, hey, how are you doing today? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> <Delete>. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. Well, my husband got a phone call, you know, and it came from our power company or, or he thought, and then he called me and said, because we were, we, you know, you think through the situation, well, yeah, we had just gotten a new credit card. So maybe mm-hmm. when we set up auto pay, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about it, I said, wait a minute, that's not even our power company. That's our old power company at our old house. Yeah. So it, you can get so confused mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's two adults who don't have any, uh, you know, dementia or, um, confusion. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. Imagine, imagine that mm-hmm. level of confusion, you know, if, if, uh, you know, some of that, you know, was on set. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think giving these examples is a, is a great, so let's continue that before we can, we, we move on. Um, one of the other, uh, top, the national council on aging actually published a list of the top 10 schemes. We've talked about quite a few, but one is specifically investment schemes. And I thought, that would be really helpful for you, Greg, to share what are some of the key things that people need to be mindful of or what do you know is is out there? Well, you know, I think one of the things, um, you know, is is 90 percent of of abusers are people that the victim trusts. Yes. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, in the financial world, we're looking for what I'm going to call changes in behavior, mm-hmm. uh, changes in spending. Okay, and typically that spending is not less, it's typically more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also individuals becoming more secretive mm-hmm. about about what they're uh, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, those have the tendency to put up some red flags, you know, to for us to ask questions 
um, to uh, try to uncover you know what's going on in the individuals lives as a financial advisor you know that's one of the things that we do on a regular basis is to is to get to know our clients get to know uh, their situations their spending habits you know because that's how we can ultimately help them well part of that help is also you know to identify you know what some of these other things are uh, are happening mm-hmm. um, as it you know as it pertains to like the IRS scam mm-hmm. I in in every original meeting that I have you know we discuss uh, that if you ever receive a, a letter from the IRS you are to bring that into mm-hmm. me immediately mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. me let me take a look at that because yeah. because everything that we do is going to cause somebody to pay taxes or save the money on taxes mm-hmm. and uh, and and I just need to see you know what is uh, what is coming you know from the IRS. Mm-hmm. I also take that moment to, you know, remind them that the IRS will not for call them, <laughs> right, and that right. they will receive a letter. Right, so, right. Um, you know, so those are the types of things that, you know, we're we're always on the on the lookout mm-hmm. for. Um, you know, money that's uh, again in the fraud that that's uh, sent to a third party sent overseas, you know, foreign lotteries, things like that. I mean, again, they're just all, all different versions of that same collection, you know, type of fraud. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when, when those types of things happen, you know, individuals uh, and even advisors, you know, we have to, we also have to look for trusted sources too. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's not just knowing who our client is, but who our client's children are Mm -hmm. or who a trusted contact for that individual is, Mm -hmm. because maybe they don't have any kids, but maybe they, they rely on a neighbor or an attorney mm-hmm. or a CPA um, that we have you know permission to reach out to if we feel like something's uh, maybe not not quite above above board. Yeah, yeah, That's that great. makes sense. Um, Haley, I was just thinking about when he mentioned those unusual spending habits or maybe a large withdrawal of, of resources. Could you tell quickly the story of the senior that we uh, supported last year who really? Uh, who was involved in the sweepstakes scam? Yes. So this individual, and I know of two in our in our county, um, that they received notice that they had won the lottery, mm-hmm. and they were so excited. Of course, didn't tell anyone. Um, and they here here's the thing. Guess what? Send me this money in taxes, and when I receive that money in taxes, then we're going to release it. We'll just make up a number. Send us twenty thousand dollars in taxes. We'll send you the four hundred eighty thousand that you've won. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. They're excited, and they did it. And figured out that they had been taken advantage of. And uh, it was just absolutely devastating. The embarrassment that mm-hmm. goes along with that. And I think, you know, the message that I share is is that these people are professionals. But don't, my goodness, don't trust that um, That in that. And it was just devastating. Um, you know, it caused mm-hmm. health issues mm-hmm. and, and uh, being... Uh, Recluse, I guess, mm-hmm. in the house, you know, just withdrawing and things mm-hmm. like that, and so that can happen to any of us. Well, it's an, it, you know, when when that type of thing happens, and and once it's brought up to the individual's, you know, attention that it it was a fraudulent activity, there is a certain element of embarrassment, mm-hmm. sure. you know, associated with that, you know, uh, because n- none of us want to, you know, fall fall prey to yeah. to that type of thing. Um, and we say, oh, that would never be us, right? But I don't believe that's true right. at all. I uh, again, I I end up asking a lot of questions, and I. 
I always tell people, I said, listen, I'm not asking these questions to be nosy. I am really trying to mm-hmm. to help. You know, what is it? Where where are we sending the money? What mm-hmm. is the money? What's the intent? Mm-hmm. You know, that uh, this money. Um, you know, and and people do you know get uh, get embarrassed. You know, by yeah. by that. And it's uh, I think it takes the entire community to to help them out. Yeah, it know, does as well. So yeah, and I have several people, and they kind of know me as the fraud lady. I said, I'm not sure that's quite the reputation <laughs> I want to have, but I'll take it if that means they feel they have a safe place of someone that can talk to. And I do get knocks on my door. Can I talk to you? I received mm-hmm. this letter, and that, like you said, as a community, and I'm so thankful that you're looking yeah. out for people and educating them. Well, and you said yourself that when you give uh, seminars, that people come up to you afterwards mm-hmm. to yes. to to tell you about something that happened to them or a family member or a neighbor. You know, it, once once it gets identified, then have people have a tendency to to f- a bit more freely, you know, want to want to discuss that. Yes, but but the, the the financial fraud, I mean, accounts for over two point nine billion dollars, mm. according to the Department of Justice. I mean, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It may be only twenty thousand here, but then when you add it all up, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of zeros. Well, and for that one one senior, that was their entire life savings. Mm-hmm. Right. So how devastating. And she thought she had done the right thing by saying, well, I want to see the legal contract. You know, I show me the paperwork. Well, they had something to send her. Well, you know, they, they had an answer if, to that. If, yes. if, it's, if they're per- perpetrating the fraud, you know, right. verbally, then they probably also have, you know, falsified documents as well yeah. in that situation. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she, you know, she wanted it. She was hoping to surprise. The one lady was really hoping to surprise mm-hmm. and bless her family with a gift. That's she didn't so want to tell them because she... So good intention. We, exactly. And so playing on that love, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, you mm-hmm. know, in that case, it wasn't the fear. It was just that she was really wanting to show that... Um, care for her family mm-hmm. so yeah 2.9 billion dollars that that mm. is a, 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 a lot, lot of zeros of money. Yeah, a lot of zeros that is a mm-hmm. lot of money um so another one and i i don't know anyone i, I know very few seniors including my own uh, grandparents-in-laws who live in this community that, that, that have gotten this phone call so Haley, the grandparent call oh. so oh. this one is very common it's very popular mm-hmm. and i can't i think that may, may be the most popular mm-hmm. complaint mm-hmm that I've had or story that I've heard from our seniors, um, this is what they're saying, that they have a young person, they call and they, uh, it's from jail, Mm -hmm. you know, that their little Johnny has done something amiss and and is in jail. And they have a a young person's voice that is hysterical. (laughs) It's, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And they're like, you know, Johnny, is that mm-hmm. you? Yes, it's Johnny, you know. And mm-hmm. so they are um, falling for or being close. To, a lot of these didn't fall for, thank goodness, mm-hmm. um, but came close to falling for because they have the heartstrings. We're back to that, mm-hmm. the compassion for our kids. They didn't do it. I was, it was my friend or there's some valid mm-hmm. story and they know, well, we we don't, don't tell mom, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that grandparent or they, you know, is, is going to help them out. And, and earlier when I talked about becoming secretive, that's, yes. that's, that one is again, one where, you know, the perpetrator says, don't tell mom and dad. Yes. Don't tell, you know, somebody. Yeah. And and that should also put up a, uh, a red flag for... Yeah. Well, for that happened in Plainfield. Our, our yeah. fire chief, uh, he was sitting there while one of his parents received the call. Oh, wow. Like, well, let me just call little Johnny and see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you... It's so convincing in the moment. You know, I think that's what people say is for a minute there, I thought, well, could this be, could this be, I remember my grandmother getting that call (laughs) and she happened to know when they said, well, you know, I was in Mexico for school and 
you know, she had 25 grandkids and she knew none of them were in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, she she told me her, her words back to this fraudster, you know, I yeah. think she lectured them about being ashamed of themselves. <laughs> and they should be. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I wish all of our uh, seniors had that had that clue hey this isn't right and then let them know how they really really felt well and that's why we do these uh, yeah. presentations is to be proactive yeah. and so that we can help avoid these and it has so now they're like i did get that call i was i wondered if i would get it yeah. and right. so the education in our community i think is key from yeah. from all of us that yeah. we share that with our family yeah, members it's, it's communication you know sometimes family members don't want to have a a conversation about finances or money yes. but mm-hmm. you know i think that there's there's other ways to to have that discussion Um, you know you you can come and approach it from a from a concern standpoint you don't have to necessarily talk about you know dollars and cents Mm -hmm. but you know let's talk about a scenario where uh, what would you do if this happened Mm -hmm. and what would we what Mm -hmm. what kind of protocol should we have Mm -hmm. in place you know if if we receive something like that yeah that's good that makes a lot of sense and Mm -hmm. we involve our families we hope um, and, and most families are involved in the healthcare decisions that their loved ones make and in helping guide them through that. And, and financials are that one area where people, they just mm-hmm. don't like to talk about money. Um, but you can talk about, you can talk about what to do without talking about the actual mm-hmm. dollars and cents that maybe mm-hmm. make somebody feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, because sometimes the concern, you know, isn't necessarily, you know, uh, what is the money invested in or how much it mm-hmm. is, but, you know, do do, do we have the proper beneficiaries, you know, structured on an account? Yeah. Um, again, what, what, you know, uh, who do we call in case that, you know, there is a concern? Mm-hmm. Um, even going as far as, you know, utilizing an attorney to make sure that we have the proper power of attorney, yeah. wills, mm-hmm. you know, trusts, you know, set up, you know, if something does happen. Yeah. And I will, that's a, a great thought. And, um, one of our most popular programs at Hendricks County Senior Services is the legal aid program that we have through Indiana Legal, um, Indiana Legal Services Senior Law Project. And so, if if anyone in the community does not have the resources to hire an attorney to help get that power of attorney set up to check their will to mm-hmm. go over some of those things, and um, we have an attorney that comes once a month and schedules those appointments. So we'd encourage anybody to call and and get on that list to meet with them just to have that peace of mind. That's great. And comfort that that things are going to be okay um so um you know what are i want to make sure we talk about if there's any other warning signs that we can be looking out for for our loved ones are there other things questions that we should be asking to make sure that people um are uh, safe in their financial situation I mean, we've we've actually covered a number of, of those of those items. You know, just like I said, I, I think the you know being alert to um, anything that has to be done now. Mm-hmm. You know, look, somebody's looking for immediate payment. Um, that payment going to a third party and not to a typical place that we would normally send that payment. Uh, sending money out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, I know throughout my common day, if somebody talks about getting a money order or a cashier's check or or a Western Union, 
big flags, yeah. <laughs> not right. little flags, big right. flags, big flags go up in, in my world. And, yeah. and I think also just, you know, the, again, the secrecy behind, you know, mm-hmm. some of that, um, you know, we've even seen, you know, from a financial standpoint where, uh, trusted advisors, you mm-hmm. know, talk about some financial products with individuals and, and even they will say, um, well, I can talk to you about this, but I can't give you anything because, you know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's just for you or, right. or something like that. And I mean, even those types of things would be, you know, would be enough to put up a red flag yeah. to, to someone. That's great. And I would say even in regular scenarios that are, you know, every day, like I closed on a house um, last month and they said that my email was not secure, that they had to fax me the wiring information because these brilliant people can get in there and even mm-hmm. change the account. So mm-hmm. even the way that we do everyday business, when we're actually expecting what well, I wasn't really expecting that form of fraud to be mm-hmm. aware of that. Um, I think that I would also advise our seniors to look at their Medicare summary notices. Um, that's right. where you're going to find that, hey, I didn't order a back brace. You know, or you see that w- when you went to the doctor, um, is that what you went for? Does that seem legitimate or reasonable? And then make sure you shred or destroy your documents versus throwing them in the trash so that they don't get your personal right. information. They changed our Medicare cards from having Social Security numbers, thank goodness, mm-hmm. to an identifying number. But what in the world, if you still have have your last eight cards mm-hmm. and they have your identifying information. You don't need to keep the old ones, but make sure they're properly shred. And if you don't know how, check with one of your family members or a trusted source on how you can properly destroy or yeah. shred that. I, I did have a situation because I, I do help a, a lot of our clients purchase properties. Mm-hmm. And I was working uh, with uh, one individual and um, uh, an email had gone out from, uh, from one of my trusted uh, vendors, but the email ended with yours truly. Mm-hmm. And the uh, title company came back and said, um, we have a concern about that email. And I, you know, okay, well, I mean, I, I knew where the email yeah. came from, but they said, yours truly is, is a, flag. is a flag mm-hmm. in their, in their business. Wow. And so they wanted me to just double that. check uh, what That's that is. Good. So, yeah. I mean, th- mm-hmm. and, and that just blew my mind. Yeah. I, I was just kind of surprised good. by that. Well, I'm glad to know that there are watchdogs in the business world and there are people looking out for, for those situations because that protects us all. But I appreciate what you do, Greg, to help, um, raise that awareness and that level of, of education for your own clients and the community. Haley, thank you for what you do as well mm-hmm. to reach out. Um, and I would encourage uh, anyone who wants more information. Um, there are some great resources. You can call um, the ship at uh, the SMP line, which is the senior Medicare patrol uh, number. You can look them up online. Their phone number is also one 800 986 3505. We've referred a lot of people there and we'll get that in the show, uh, in the, in the Facebook posting on the show as well. Um, but, but they really have provided some good help to people who have been, been victims or are afraid they are victims of fraud. The, the attorneys general, the yes. federal trade commission, mm-hmm. even, even local law enforcement yeah. can be good That's resources. Great. great. Well, thank you both for joining me. I appreciate what you do. You and I, yeah, I look forward to our next episode of conversations about living young next month. Thank you. Good night. This has been Conversations About Living Young with your host, Marina Kears, Executive Director of Hendricks County Senior Services. This program has been presented by Duke Energy. Duke Energy offers these tips for understanding your bill. 
Check the number of days in your billing cycle. Most bills are for 30 days, but there are times when the billing cycle is shorter or longer. If there are more days in the bill, it could be higher. Look at average kilowatt hour uses per day. At first glance, your bill may look higher, but if your average use is similar to the same time last year or in a month with similar extreme temperatures, it's a normal bill. Residential customer service specialists are available Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. by calling 1-800-521-2232.